Black lives matter. Period. Welcome to the Hear Me Out podcast, y'all. It's your girl, Shanique Gilbert. And I am really excited about this episode. It's actually a two-part series. This is part one. Just having the conversation. Um, Thought about an idea to get some friends together to talk about you know, our, our experience and ways we can help our white counterparts fully understand um, what we're going through and why we're doing what we're doing with the Black Lives Matter movement and our push for reform and change with police laws. Um, so I hope you enjoy and uh, we'll be right back. All right, fam, our first guest tonight, I am excited. I'm excited about all our guests, but this young lady is a former student of mine. She is young, black, educated, and fearless. Let's just say it like that. Um, She used her platform. She's visible, vocal in all aspects and want change. Um, Without further ado, y'all, Ms. Norma Davis, what's up? Hey, how y'all doing? What's it going on? You know, we're in a positive, positive voice today. Um, a little better from last week. Cause we know, you know, we checked on each other because we've been a little heavy. Right. Oh man. And um, you, you're in your twenties, correct? Yes, ma'am. 23. And you guys are paving the way for us. You yes. know, our, our, our elders, my elders, cause I'm 38 are tired. And, and right now most of us are using our voice in so many forms, whether it's social media getting out there on the forefront and just, you know, we just want our white counterparts to know like our lives matter, you know? So I just want you to kind of tell the people what you're doing and what's your stand with the black lives matter movement, police, um, injustices. I mean, our injustices and police brutality, just, Mm -hmm. just talk about it. What's up? Of course, of course. And I want to appreciate you, uh, for letting me come on and, you know, talk about my plight and what we're going through as a Absolutely. So, I uh, appreciate that. So, um, what I would like to start off with, as the younger generation, we, we tend to stay on social media a lot. And mm-hmm. with this pandemic and COVID-19 um, affecting our community, the African-American community, and a way higher disproportionate rate than any other community in America, um, we have now compounded the fact that uh, COVID is affecting us, and now we're also dealing with uh, racism, which, you know, we always been dealing with racism, but now that social media is so prominent in our culture and everyday life, we see these videos on social media every day, whether mm. it's starting uh, back when I was in high school to now um, with Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, Tony McDade, Nina Pop all these people and the tons of other lost lives to the broken system that have accumulated over these years puts a lot of stressors and, um, you know, pressure on this younger generation to do something. I'm out here in um, Albany, Georgia, which was also one of the worst places actually hit by COVID-19. And um, we're about two and a half hours. (laughs) Let's not forget about the COVID. Right. Please. Like, I feel like people are just putting that on a back burner, but that's also something big. It's that that traumatic anger that we just push aside, you know. Yes, yes. So um, I'm about two and a half hours south of Atlanta. And Atlanta has also been one of the the centers of this movement, this Black Lives Matter movement, because Ma Arbery, um, bless his heart, 
was um, killed about 20, 20 minutes mm. up the road from Atlanta. So we are out here doing what we can to make sure that his story was heard and the millions of other people, thousands of other people out there who haven't even got to bring their story to the light. You know what I'm saying? So mm. um, we are we are working hard. Yeah, protests have you participated in? Um, um, okay, so the first protest I went to was a peaceful protest in Atlanta, and and, and mm-hmm. it was a peaceful rally. It was very big. Um, a lot of wonderful people came out. Two teenage girls organized it. Two college kids organized it, and it was beautiful. It was very beautiful. So um, I attended that one, and then last week, last Sunday, I went back up to Atlanta, and we attended a protest. We walked the streets of Atlanta because... Um, we want everybody in the city to know, you know, we don't want to just sit in one place at Centennial Park, which is usually our meeting area. We want to mm-hmm. bring it to every neighborhood, bring it to the rich neighborhoods, you know what I'm saying? Bring it to the white neighborhoods. So um, we, we we did that, you know, and I'm very, very proud of us. We walked about five miles around the city, stopping Period. traffic, you know, with our signs and bringing attention to this movement that's so prominent and it's going to be such a big part of our history and I'm so proud of it because we are starting to see this change that we've been asking for years for years for years for years um even the confederate flag argument you know now we're starting to see people taking them down NASCAR started to ban it now we're talking and and recently you know because this is mainly about reform and and that's what the fund funding the poor lease is reforming changing and Louisville, Kentucky, and I and I, I spoke on it before with my other guests. Just um, changed the law about no not warrants. Correct. So, yeah. so I'm I'm excited. I, I have another question for you because um, you're very vocal, and the people can follow you on on your platform. You can give your tag after this if you want. Absolutely. Um, have you got any backlash um, for anybody about your stand? Um, backlash, actually, quite the opposite, actually. Mm-hmm. I've actually, That's great. Yeah, it is awesome, actually. So, um, a lot of um, my white followers or friends on various social media platforms have actually reached out to me. And they said, you know, I just, I'm trying to be an ally and I just don't know how. Um, I have first accepted the fact that I am ignorant to some situations and I want to improve. I want to um, educate myself on what's, you know, society. So I think that I'm doing something right because I always say that we can't just uh, isolate ourselves. We can't just say, you know, black and black and black and black. We need allies. We need allies Mm -hmm. in every, Mm -hmm. every culture aspect of the world everywhere we need them so if we start the conversation we can't always just push them to the back of the conversation we got to start that conversation with them we have to tell them that if you want to help us you need to listen to us first and 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 normal acknowledge our pain correct acknowledge that our lives matter correct correct and, and push push your friends to think outside the box as well because we can always sit here and say well in front of my face you know in front of a black person you're going to um stick up for us and all that but what really needs to happen is what's going to happen when your parents say something you know racist or your boyfriend says something racist or your friends say something racist are you going to stick up for black people and people of color like the way you do in front of these black people. So, mm-hmm. you know, being accountable, holding people accountable is the biggest thing. Um, and now that 
you're starting to see it. A lot of these people, um, these big white organizations uh, uh, and uh, conglomerates, they're, they're, they're afraid to lose the black dollars. Happy about that. So little things like that. You keep fighting the good fight, sister. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank um, and, and you keep being vocal. Tell, tell them how they can find you or on, on social media. Of course, so on my Instagram is norms96, so norms with the Z and 96. And on Facebook, you can find me at Norma Davis. My profile picture is the NAACP image. We are done dying because we're this is this is it I'm going to duke yes you know the, the, the for grads for what, what are you going to do at duke i'm getting my master's in biomedical sciences i'll be at emt and then after duke i'm planning to go to medical school and to get my law degree as well so yes the educator is out there yeah. as a soldier on the battlefield y'all i love it i love it. thank you for what you do norma we'll talk later all right thank you for the opportunity so happy to be back and have a special guest with my homegirl my friend miss <laughs> j what's up what's up best friend what's How, going on hey i'm blessed man i'm actually i'm way better than the last two weeks matter of fact but i am i am well i'm well physically just emotionally drained from all the things we had to endure and witness lie over what we've been going through over all throughout our lives um but enough is enough absolutely i completely agree how are you same physically i'm great but i am definitely emotionally drained trying to you know still take in everything and figure out next steps yeah yeah what do you mean by next steps just like as far as for me as a single mom, like for with two black sons, where do I go from here? Like I can ah. only have so many conversations. Yeah. And there you have young kids. Claire, how old are your children? Eight and 13. So for those who who not woke yet, um, we're talking about police brutalities, killing innocent black people over and over again, unarmed black people like but enough is enough um we've been saying this over and over again for years um and and i just don't know um but i am proud of our young people taking a stand um being visible vocal verbal everything using using their platforms on social media but they are the change but you know our state of america is is low-key trash um we have a lot of work to do, but I think this one, unfortunately, Mr. Floyd, George Floyd had to die and be our um, stepping stone. I hate to say it like that. So just just tell me what Black Lives Matter means to you, Kim, and you can talk about your perspective as a Black mother as well uh, to young, young males. Well, for me, with regards to Black Lives Matter, I, I feel like it means like, I just, all I can do is think about my sons, like looking at that video over and over again, probably one time too many with George Floyd and hearing him call out for his deceased mother did it for me. Like, I think that was just, I think he called out all the black mothers in the mm. world. He woke y'all up. Well, woke yeah, y'all up. Mm-hmm. absolutely. And so I, like you said, I agree. Like, this is it. I, I believe like this is definitely going to be the reason why things are going to make a major shift change. You know, I feel like even when I'm out and about um, something simple, like going to my mailbox, you know, 
our Caucasian counterparts just seem a little uh, nicer yeah. and calmer. And oh, hello, how are you? Are you good? Are, how are you? And it seemed like they want to apologize. <laughs> exactly. Just trying to find all the solutions now. So I'm like, hey, if that's what it took, unfortunately, another one of our brother lives. I don't want to say I'm happy, but at the same time, it's some somewhat of a relief so that my my children, you know, I feel like, unfortunately, he was the sacrificial lamb. Mm-hmm. But for my children to be able to grow up in a world where I don't have to just stay up all night wondering if I'm going to get a knock or if they're going to open the door with their own key. Period. So, and and, and period. that and that goes into, you know, it's not just males. We got to say black lives. Um, rest in peace, Breonna Taylor. Uh, they had a no knock warrant policy or whatever mm. the case may be and just busting the house you know if that was any average person we would say okay stand your ground let me defend but they killed that killed them man yeah and, um, and then they tried to hide it up but i'm gonna say this i'm proud of the people uh louisville and kentucky yesterday which was uh june 11th mm-hmm. they voted unanimously to take away that policy on um no not warrants no more they won't do it they have to address who they are so kudos to the people if i had a hand clap emoji right yes clap it up (laughs) but you know that's what it's about you know um it's about reform change we're looking for laws to be changed um people don't really understand the funding police it means reform change not take them away we need order Mm -hmm. we need public safety we just need y'all to be protect and serve not be bullies and use your powers like bro you're in a position to protect and serve to protect us that's That's the difference so but yes um we we actually need our white counterparts that's why Mm -hmm. i think now it's been a little more successful people are listening because they actually see um and i think too because the revolution has been televised um miss j and yes and with uh this is the first video we actually had an opportunity to, to watch from start to finish. That means black people, white people, Asian, everybody got to watch it and witness the intention of that murder. Mm-hmm. You know, we're so traumatized. Yeah. Are you? Absolutely. And in what, in what way? Just the fact that I, I feel helpless, to be mm, honest with you, Dr. G. Like, I just, yeah, like. I've been thinking like all these different type of protests that we've had or silent, whatever it may have been. I wanted to go out into Orlando, but like I have my sons and do I want to put them in that situation? I don't know if things might turn left real quick. Mm. And, you know, I just and then I'm even asking my 13 year old, do you want to go out there? No. His response is why? Why, mommy? For them, because they still just want to kill us. Mm. What, the pro- what is the protest going to do? Like I have mm. to take a step back and then I'm like, OK, yeah, that's another conversation. Hmm. But my white counterparts, you know, having these conversations at home. Right. As a matter of fact, your kids will talk back to the police and still be able to come home to you. Right. We talking about privilege now? What are we <laughs> yes. doing? Oh, yeah, let's switch it. Yes. Racism <laughs> is hate. Right. But a part of racism, I believe, is using your power and privilege to be, take advantage of others. Yes, absolutely. So, how did you feel, just to turn it around, because I wanted to just briefly touch on this because I know if I talk to my younger people, they might have a different twist. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm open to it all. So the looting versus the protest. Right. And, and I was saying, burn, baby, burn. They got insurance. Hey. They got insurance. That's don't it. Let them, don't let them fool you. That's like, you know, a lot of people 
will say, oh my God, see, that's the problem. They want to tear stuff down. They're so, such hoodlums. They're so <laughs> ghetto. But listen, mm. I was the same way, Shanique. I was like, burn, burn, burn. mother, burn, <laughs> burn it down. Because man, like we, my people, our ancestors built this free right. on our backs. Like it's right. our stuff from the beginning. The thing is what America need to recognize, and many people have said it, be happy we're not trying to come together as a collected group of people Ooh, to destroy it. Come on and seek revenge. Period. Then, <laughs> then you really will have an issue. Because if we could just come together, but that's anyhow. Um, I feel like they they were in their right. I saw a, a YouTube video of Kimberly Jones, an author, and I'm sure you saw it. I posted it on my Facebook. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal, phenomenal analogy with regards to Monopoly, the game, mm-hmm. and how we just keep playing catch up. Mm. So you mad at us looting? Listen, we trying to get something because we can't get anything because you keep every time we do get something, you take it back. So even the black privileged people are not as privileged as they think they are. Come on, because I, I promise you, they have used to. They still got big brother I, over and, them. That and can I take use that privilege that, away. I, I use that with air quotes, just so you know. Got it. The, uh, yes. sil- the silent, the silent, uh, high class <laughs> blacks. Go ahead. Right. Absolutely. So, so yeah, I, I'm all I'm all with it. I was right there with you. Burn, Period. burn. Yeah, like it you is know, what it is, and it may like, be wrong. It may not be the best way, but you know what? At mm-mm. this point, I also saw something by Dave Chappelle about it. Like, you know, they he said that people were calling out to the celebrities to have, especially the black celebrities, to say something. Just say something. He said, "Say right. something for what? It's not my fight to come out there and say anything for anybody. The street letting you know." Mm. they letting you know their voice is being heard or they're making sure their voice is heard some way or another if it's looting if it's protesting if it's burning something down we're tired yep fight the power fight the good fight power yes. the people but um miss jay i just want to say thank you for joining me and giving me your input Welcome back to the Hear Me Out podcast, y'all, with your girl, Shanique Gilbert. I have another special guest, my Wildcat sister, um, (laughs) Ms. Erica Jordan. What's up? What's going on? Erica Jordan, um, graduate of the great (laughs) Bethune-Cookman University, um, class of 2008. (laughs) Um, I currently reside in Houston, Texas, um, and I work as a nurse anesthetist, um, and I have a 10-year-old black son. I think I'm running out of adjectives to describe where we this, are this time, right now. Right. But it's our state, our state of mind, our state of America. I know what the state of our culture is, but what's your stance on, on Black Lives Matter and, and everything that's going on? First, um, it it's I hold the whole entire movement like close to my heart not only being a black woman but being a black mother um i think that we are finally at a place where um black lives matter is like affecting it like and promoting change like across the globe like um because this isn't new you know we've been trying to push Mm. this and um there's always been a twist you know we come with black lives matter and then you have people come with all lives matter and it's like hold on this is a movement like because of things that are affecting our community directly and i feel like finally um we are seeing people step up in a major way i mean 
from companies and organizations um, to people in the workplace. So, you know, I feel like we have a long ways to go, but I feel like the Black Lives Matter movement is like, it's, it's, it's going in the right direction. Did you have a situation recently where perhaps you had to have that conversation with someone, perhaps maybe you have respected and they didn't understand what we're going through. Um, I feel like, uh, so yes, I have to answer that. And okay. I feel like I'm having it even more. Like I, I think, so let's see, today's Friday. So yesterday and Wednesday was the first time that I went to work and did not discuss race. Because um, oh. every day I was discussing race, white privilege. Within um, what Within what time frame? The last two weeks? Oh, weeks? yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. The last couple of weeks and it's like woo like yesterday I was like oh man I made it through the day and I have not had to sit down and explain <laughs> um, racial injustice but I had a particular mm-hmm. incident where um had a co-worker um colleague friend you know um someone who I you know was considered to be very cool with close to um right set, use a racial slur um and referring to an object so we went on live and and had this conversation that was supposed to be quick but lasted like over two hours so we um of course we had this meeting like with our bosses and um i I guess you could say like hash things out and so as he was talking i felt like the conversation needed to go further and Mm -hmm. then because of the the level of ignorance that was there you know i was like i think everyone should kind of hear this or as many you know people that would tune in to a live um right you know to do so so I asked him and he was like yeah sure now I don't know if he was ready for for prepare for the, <laughs> the, the backlash um right, right. Uh, and I didn't want to like scare him but I, I wanted it to be as organic as possible um, yeah so I mean you know I don't think he, he was, was ready willing. though <laughs> No, no, he was definitely not ready. I um so maybe a few minutes before I was like, listen, um comments might get a little crazy. I want you to focus on talking. Don't go to read in the comments. So that was like my only I, I guess you can call it warning. <laughs> like, uh, and 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 once he started reading the comments, I think it was like, oh snap, like this is okay. This is this is intense. Um but I think it ended well. You know, I think if people tune in, it was very long. It was very long. So I think a lot of people they were pissed in the beginning, and they and they got off. Oh yeah, uh, rightfully I, so. I was one. Yeah, I was yeah, one yeah, yeah. I was perhaps I was being a jerk at times, but <laughs> yeah, I, I had to open hey, my mind. <laughs> yeah, I look. I understand. Like, and I had to think about it. I was like, you know, this was everyone else's first time hearing what was said and everything, and so. Mm-hmm the reaction was just the same it's just that for me I had already heard it processed Mm -hmm. it and was able to sit down but that wasn't the case for people logging on it was like what so Mm -mm. listen ain't nobody got time for that and people got people listening you guys gotta remember this was during rough week we had a rough week as a black community yes and we yes. didn't want to hear any type of excuse. Anything. But it, a, yeah. a, after, I guess you asked, I don't want to say the right question, and you gave mm-hmm. the right example, and finally, after an hour and a half, he said, oh, 
Well, I apologize. Yeah. And that was it. Right. I was like, it's a combination of, you know, um, ignorance, culture. It, it, was, it was a lot. It was a lot going on. It, it was a lot. And I watched from beginning to the end. I was like, I'm going to watch to the end. I'm going to be fair um, because you took the time to do it. What are you doing moving forward to keep it going? Okay. Um, so I think, like, right now with um, awareness being, like, a major 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 thing that we should be pushing like we have to do our part right so Mm -hmm. you know culture sensitivity specifically black culture um is extremely important now i like again these issues have been going on um multiple people have died you know in in custody of police officers and again this is not to say that we know that all police officers aren't bad but right. it's it's um we need to address the ones that are and yeah so, but people think we don't realize that like chill, yeah bro. yeah it's like can we speak on one <laughs> um what's not right without e- e- people intervening and saying well there's good we know that you know we, we we understand that but right now we're focusing on this we're focusing on the bad ones you know that are in the field that are causing black lives, you know, to mm-hmm. not exist, you know? So yep. um, I think, again, culture sensitivity is important. I think mm-hmm. we should not be afraid to have conversations at work. I mean, I was talking to one of the, um, a chaplain, white male, and I asked them, like, how do you feel about white privilege? So I feel like, we should mm. have these conversations because some people mm-hmm. don't even understand. Yeah, it's real. Like I've been having these, like I said, I finally got a break where I wasn't having these conversations. But um, I feel like white people don't even understand what it means. Because I've asked multiple, you know, white colleagues. I agree. And, and I agree based off watching your video. I'm like, they probably just, it's not that they don't care. It don't affect them. Yeah, right. that's what I'm getting. They they just don't know, and it is irrelevant to them. But now it needs to be relevant. That's that's our goal. If you're gonna be my friend uh, or non-black person, I would like for you to learn me, learn my hurt, learn my pain. Right. You know, you, right. you may not understand, but try to learn it. So, right. can they find you on your social media if you're interested to share that video? Um, so it's on my Facebook page, the full video, and I mean, you could just. Look me up, Erica Jordan. Thank you to all of my guests for participating in this episode. Um, And remember, guys, this is only part one of a two-part series, so stay tuned for that. Just remember, Black Lives Matter, y'all. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about the whole movement. And until next time, thank you for listening to the Hear Me Out podcast with your girl, Shanique.